Hello, this is Kenya Podcast Preacher. Welcome back to my podcast, Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in and through our lives. The title of this message is, Neither Bone Was Broken. Well, I guess I should explain the title just a minute, because it can be a bit misleading if taken at face value. What I'm really saying is that the rib taken out of Adam to create Eve, and the sword that pierced Jesus' side, breaking not one rib, is one story about fulfilling a prophetic word spoken by King David, and God pointing out the future of mankind, which is that it is not good for man to be alone. So just a sideline note, being a bachelor or player is usually played by those who are actually lonely inside and know not how to stop being alone. They are not good being single, nor are they good even if they drive a Bugatti up Mulholland Drive. A woman completes a man. Let's support this revelation before we get too deep too fast. Genesis 2, 21-22 And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman, and brought her to the man. Ah, the coldness as Adam was made from a pile of dirt, yes? And then only after he was made, a woman was taken from his very side and made. Neither had a belly button. But what is stranger is the fact that Adam received the breath of God straight from the mouth of God. But the first woman did not come into the earth the same way. I don't know. I'm just trying to take this message one way and it seems as though it may be going in another. It is probable that she too also needed the breath of God. But I don't want to assume that just because God was silent on the matter. And but he may not have even been silent on the matter. But she may have been made alive differently than Adam, considering how she came into the world. The Bible doesn't say that, but it is just me wrestling with God on the matter. Now let's stay in the boat and go with it, shall we? Genesis 2, 7 And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Again, it would appear by the lack of detail that the woman was made alive by the hand of God differently than Adam was. And why is this detail missing? Or, well, perhaps he just spoke to the rib and bam, it turned into a woman, right? Now, not surprising that the title of a woman has a man contained within it, right? (laughs) Now, let's take this shorty message deeper, and I will do so by pointing the submarine straight down to the bottom of this ocean into the deep waters. Now, I know there are deeper things in the birthing process, such as the role a woman plays in relationship. The Bible discusses this in a manner that may be worth presenting here just for some completeness. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 11, 12. For as a woman came from man, even so, man also comes through woman. But all things are from God. What? And shall we bounce this sub off the bottom? There is but no gender in Christ. So wait, once you become authentically born again, it matters not whether you are male or female. Let scripture it. Galatians 3.28 There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now does this mean that a woman is no longer to obey her husband? Nope. And yet for a second bump off the bottom, we address God as Father. And Jesus was himself a man. And but before I try and move forward with this, the fact that God is defined as a Father and Jesus was a man is significant. I'm just not yet sure that I know what that is or why it is. I think though that I shall return to this discussion later in the message and perhaps it indeed will come to me. And but back to the obedience and honoring thing. It must be significant for a woman to operate in her assigned role. And but when she is not or does not, how does this affect a man in whom she is a rib-represented sample from him? 
And so it's not to jerk the wheel to the left, but let's look into the next scripture and see its significance. 1 Corinthians 7.34 There is a difference between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman cares about the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she who is married cares about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. Now I know that an authentically born-again woman is, after that event, considered a suitable helper, who I might add is still required to be submissive and honoring. And in fact, as we look at that scripture again, we see that it is natural for her to consider how she may please her husband. This is not a slam from Paul, as he was, as we say it, just stating how it is. And but as Paul shares in 1 Corinthians 7, 8, 9, let's look. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So Paul wasn't saying what he stated in 1 Corinthians 7.34 as a ding against those who are married. In fact, he cautioned those who do not have the gift of celibacy to get married. And so if you are married, then let your desire to please your husband be present and a blessing. Well, let's move on. As you know, I have no problem bouncing from one revelation to the next. John 19.34 and 36. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. For these things were done that the scripture should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. Psalms 34:20. He guards all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Now leaving both of these scriptures together, because they complete one thought. Not that there isn't more than one story going on here, but the obvious one is that it was stated that none of his bones would be broken. And though he was roughed up quite a bit, none of his bones were broken. It's what an authentic prophetic word looks like. Now centuries had passed after David had stated this, but so we, or they, needed to look past the magic tricks to see if King David was a man of character and of his word. Did he serve God as he should, so that when he stated such things that they would be believed, though a thousand years off? Yes. And this is why operating in the supernatural is not the only thing we look at to test every spirit, to ensure we are not standing in front of a false teacher or prophet. The other event taking place is one of Revelation. And look, I say that as if the entire Bible is not well understood, only but by Revelation. Well, so I'll watch both events and see the handy storytelling of the Holy Spirit. Adam lost a rib, and who knows, it may have grown back, but he lost one. And it was his side that was opened up and voila, a woman created, a bride for Adam, a suitable helper or helpmate. Yes, right out of his side. And we fast forward to the cross event, and there he was, all dead and stuff hanging on the cross, waiting for the prophetic revelation to be revealed. Shoo! The spear sinks into his side, and the Genesis revelation occurs again. It is not good for man to be alone. And so therefore the church, his bride, is born out in between his ribs. Not a broken one, but right out from his side. Jesus' death birthed his bride. He too now would have a suitable helper, his church, his bride, just like Adam did. And so that I don't cut it short, no pun intended, let's first listen to the scripture so you have context. 1 Timothy 2, 12, 14 And do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. It was a woman who was first deceived, Adam was not. And so we also see the same story play out with the bride of Christ, as we are, or were, deceived. 
not Jesus. I have to believe that there is a reason for the gender order here and that man is to be in authority over the woman. Now this is not that message. I have covered that in other podcasts, but I only bring it up because I think there is more to this than we realize. And but if we would stay within the rails, we, that is husbands and wives, could be unstoppable. Hey, is not the Bride of Christ the most powerful entity on the planet? I didn't say that she is acting like it, but if she did, would she not be so? I think in every way, husbands and wives are to be a perfect representation of Jesus in relationship with his bride. Isn't this why in his prayer he stated that they would be where I am at? You see, the bride is step in step with Jesus and not the other way around. As seen so much today, as some women think that they are to be the leader, the one in authority over the husband. Yes, even in the Christian circles. But this is out of order and not the way that Jesus set it up. Out of ten virgins, five wanted to be anywhere Jesus was at, and the other five wanted Jesus to be where they were at. I know it seems like a small matter, and all the excuses that one could have for taking over the male role in the household, but great is the consequences for doing so. Now this wasn't Ken's opportunity to pick on women. Oh, I know the many ways that I have let down my own wife, but my sins, as numerous as they were, do not permit anyone to rewrite the process Jesus placed in his word. And but I did include this bit because that is how this message is playing out. (laughs) But we see the beauty and connectedness in the word, don't we? So much going on in between the ribs. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.